Welcome to the Cedar Grove Church Podcast. We are so excited to be back in church. I think you will hear the energy in today's podcast. Um, this sermon that Pastor Monty will be given is titled, From Jacob to Israel, The Fight of My Life. And he's in a new series called, When I Became a Man. Oh my goodness. It's all going to be all month long about impacting men. Whew, we can just end it right here. There's so much to be shared in regards to that. And we're so excited to be able to build up men, to exhort, to speak life into men. And so I think you are going to really enjoy this. Thanks so much. Thank you, Jesus. We rise giving honor to God, who is the great head of the church Amen. To these magnificent ministers of the gospel, to our mothers, deacons, and to this choir that has ushered us so wonderfully, wonderfully. I guess I need to get this men out of my mouth so I can talk <laughs> into the presence of the Lord. And to all of you, my father's children, in the words of Peter, hallelujah, it's just good. It's good to be here. And I know it's been a long time for many of us, but I'm just wondering, is anybody glad to be in God's house today? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm grateful. I'm grateful that God gave us another chance. Many of us have been through a number of things since the last time we've been together. Many of us have lost loved ones. Hallelujah. Many of us have seen uh, people uh, just this, uh, the, the things that, the, that we've seen in the earth. And it's challenged us. But I'm grateful to God. I'm grateful to God today that God said yes one more time. Oh, Lord, somebody knows when to shout. Let me say that again. God said yes one more time. God has allowed me one more chance to come into his house. Hallelujah. To fellowship with the saints. To hear the preaching of the word. Hallelujah. And even to worship. To worship him. I was at a funeral on yesterday. And I tell you what, we've been doing this thing uh, online. And we thank God for our technology team. And so many of you who have worked behind the scenes from our praise team and everyone else that has done things week after week after week to make sure that we have some method of presenting the gospel to the masses and and god has blessed that he's honored that we've been able to reach people that would never come into our brick and mortar buildings and uh we have had on a weekly basis more people that tune in to the broadcast than we could ever feel into the sanctuary but i noticed something at that funeral yesterday that although god has used that and ministered in a mighty way it's something about just coming together it's something about being in the building. <laughs> it's something about being able to see the faces of the saints. Uh, I've been to baseball games. I've been to football games. And, I, and uh, my Lakers, who, Lord have mercy, pray for me, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Took an early exit. Yes, Lord. I'm, I've seen them uh, play many a time on TV, but uh, Lord have mercy. But when my baby took me to L.A. to the Staples Center, <laughs> and when I was able to see him in person, Lord, I clowned y'all. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. I, I shouted, yeah. I, I raised my voice, yeah. I tell you what, it was just something about being in the presence, yeah. It's, yes, Lord, on TV is one thing, but when you can come together, yeah. Hallelujah. And I just believe that the same God that can do it at the Staples Center, I believe he can do it at Cedar Grove, y'all. Yes, Lord. That same God, yes, Lord. When something happens, uh, when we come together in his presence, and I don't know about you, but I'm grateful to God. I'm truly grateful to God. Uh, yet for another opportunity to come into the house of God, 
to see your faces. Hallelujah. I'm fully vaccinated now, so anybody feel brave enough and need a holy hug, yes, Lord, I'm giving them out today. Amen. <laughs> if you, Hallelujah. I got some hands raised in the house today. God is good. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Meet me in uh, Mimi's Cafe right after service. We can get it done today, y'all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But we're grateful to God. And I just want to say there is a word from heaven. There is a word from heaven uh, that I would love to share with you. I, I've been fasting. I've been praying and I've been talking to the Lord. I've been seeking his face and God has been talking back to me. It's something about when you can just get have that intimate one on one time. Yeah, we can get in your prayer closet and uh, knock out all the other distractions of the world. Yes, Lord. And be able to have an intimate connection with him. And I thank him for that time of consecration. And there is a word that I want to share. I'm starting a new sermon series because um, I want to talk to the men of God. Uh, some of you have noticed that men have been under attack. And I'm not just talking about in 2020 and 2021, but down through the years. Uh, it's not easy to be a man. Hallelujah. And as a matter of fact, many have thrown in the towel, walked off the job, left their responsibilities to others. Hallelujah. But I just believe that as men go, so does our communities, so does our ch country, uh, so does even our churches. And the Spirit of the Lord told me during this month of Father's Day, where we many of us have so many mixed emotions just because of what the enemy has done in the lives of men. Uh, God wanted me to make sure that I spoke life into the hearts and minds of men. I'm going to say that again. God told me to speak life into the hearts and minds of our men. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, so I want you to do this. Uh, if you have a man in your life that you love, if you have a man in your life that you love, and a man that, especially if he's taken a few bumps and bruises along the way, especially if he's been listening to the word of the enemy, uh, if he's gotten discouraged on his journey, I want you to share the broadcast. I want you to tune him in. Tell him, tell him to come to the house. We're going to be here first, second, and third Sunday. Amen. Uh, but I want to speak life. I want to resuscitate him. As a matter of fact, some of them might need that. What's those things called? The shockers. We, <laughs> I know that's not the official name, but <laughs> yes, Lord, defibrillator. Yes, Lord, we might need to uh, uh, shock his heart back into place. Uh, because I just believe God wants to breathe life, hallelujah, not into our men, but into our families. Because you know where it starts with the head and it flows to the rest of the body. And I just believe we'll all be blessed as a church, as a community, and as a country. Does anybody else believe that with me? Hallelujah. Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord? Hallelujah. So that sermon series that I'm beginning is uh, coming from, hallelujah, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Uh, verse number 11, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse number 11. Uh, I want you to stand to your feet as we share the word of God today. Amen. 1 Corinthians 13, beginning at verse number 11. And then our focus and foundation for uh, will come from Genesis chapter 32. So you can put your finger on that as well. Uh, 1 Corinthians 13, and then turn real quickly to Genesis chapter 32. As a matter of fact, we're going to begin with Genesis chapter 32 and then put the icing on the cake uh, with the sermon series. In the sermon series, I'll just let you know, um, uh, it's coming from 1 Corinthians 13 and 11. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Genesis chapter 32 and beginning at verse number 22. 
And when you have it, please shout, I got it. And if you don't say, Lord, help me. Genesis, that's at the front of the book, y'all. <laughs> Amen. And if you need help, we might have to have an altar call right now. <laughs> Amen. God bless you. <laughs> Genesis 32, beginning at verse number 22. I'm sharing from the New King James translation where the word of God reads. And what I want to do, I want to read it. I want to get it in our spirits. We read it responsibly this morning. I'll read the even verses. You'll read the odd verses and we'll conclude with verse number 30 together. Amen. Here begins the reading of God's word. Verse 22 says, and he arose that night and took his two wives, his two female servants and his 11 sons and crossed over the ford of Jabbok. Verse 24, then Jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. Verse 26 says, and he said, let me go <sighs> for the day breaks. But he said, I will not let you go. Yes, unless you bless me. <laughs> oh, Lord. In verse 28, and he said, your name <laughs> shall no longer be called Jacob. But Israel, for you have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed. Yeah, he blessed them there, y'all. <laughs> Hallelujah. And verse number 30 together in whatever version you have, let's read it, read it loud and strong. Verse 30. So Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, for I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved just as he crossed over. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. And uh, on verse 31, it says, and he crossed over Peniel till the sun and rose upon him, and he limped on his hip. Amen. Oh, Lord. Hallelujah. And today, the Lord and I want to minister from the subject from Jacob to Israel. Amen. From Jacob to Israel. And I've, and with that being the subject for the sermon today, I want to give you the subject of our series today. Let's go quickly. Verse uh, 1 Corinthians verse First uh, Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11. That's what I was trying to say. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse number 11. Hallelujah. Yes. And when you have it, please shout, I got it. Hallelujah. The, the word of God says, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. Here it is, contrasting conjunction. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Uh, the Lord and I want to minister from a sermon series today, When I Became a Man. Yes, Lord, when I became a man. 
Are y'all going to pray with me today? Amen. Let us pray. Precious Lord, we praise you. Lord, we thank you for this day. Thank you so much for this day. This day that you've given us. This day that you've granted us, oh God. That you've allowed us to come once again into your house. To give your name the honor, the glory, and the praise. So much has taken place. So much has transpired since the last time that many of us were here. But Lord, we want to say thank you. Thank you for being a keeper. Thank you for being true to your promise. Lord, you've been our protector. You've been our provider. Lord, many have even prospered during this pandemic. And Lord, we want to say thank you. Now, Lord, it's time for preaching. And I pray now that you would let my words be your words. I thank you for proper preparation. I thank you for training, oh Lord. But you be the final editor. Take out what needs to be taken out. Put in what needs to be put in. So that every soul, every saint, every sinner in this sanctuary will have an authentic encounter with the Savior. I'm going to say thank you now because you are faithful. It's in the name of Jesus we do pray. Somebody loves him, shout amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. The Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse number 11, he pens these words. He says, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But, Minister Sonia, when I became a man, Paul says, I put away childish things. What Paul is talking about today is a transformation process that took place in his life. Amen. Where uh, a transformation, that's different from a change. That's different from uh, pausing or stopping. Because some of us know when we pause or stop doing something, uh, just like at the stop sign, we can put our foot on the gas and change and, and roll on just like we were. Amen. Uh, but when a transformation takes place, that means that things that were, uh, that has been a permanent change. Uh, that has taken place, not just a temporary change, but a permanent change that has taken place. And what I want to talk about as we minister through this sermon series is just that, uh, a transformation that God wants to do huh? when he has an authentic encounter in the life of the believer, how everything changes from that point forward. Amen. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, an example that I often like to use, uh, a transformation is different from a change. Hallelujah. A transformation means that you are a completely different character. A completely different creation. Uh, some of you understand uh, that a butterfly uh, did not become to the earth as a butterfly. As a matter of fact, uh, a butterfly uh, is the result of a metamorphosis, a transformational process that happens when a caterpillar goes into a cocoon. Uh, and as a consequence of what happens in that cocoon, Brother Perry, yes, Lord, uh, the butterfly comes out as a completely different creation. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, uh, the butterfly cannot step back into the cocoon anymore and come become a caterpillar. Uh, it is forever changed. And, and that's what Paul is talking about right here. He said, when I was a child, uh, I, I, I spoke as a child. Uh, my conversation <laughs> was childish. <laughs> uh, I understood as a child. Uh, I didn't quite understand things like I do now. Yes, Lord. Uh, uh, you ever any, seen anybody that was stuck on stupid like we used to say? <laughs> yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You telling them things time after time after time and they still... Uh, don't quite get it. Yes, Lord. He, he understood as a child. And he goes on to say he even thought as a child. 
uh, his words, uh, his thoughts, the way he received information and gave information, it was childish. But a wonderful change came over him. Yeah. And he said, but when I became a man, yes, I, I put away childish things. And that's how you know you have become a man. That's how you know you've become, come, come through the transformation process. That's how you know you have matured, whether you're a man, woman, or whatever you are. Yes, Lord. Because you're able to put away Childish things. Amen. And today, today, we want to talk about someone who's gone through a transformational process. I want to introduce to some and present to others uh, uh, a patriarch named Jacob uh, that went through a wonderful change and became Israel. Amen. Can I work my case today? I feel like clocking in. Amen. Uh, here in Genesis 32, we introduce someone whose name is Jacob at the beginning of the chapter. But at the end of the chapter, his name is Israel. Yes, Lord, a wonderful change has come over him. Uh, Jacob, uh, Jacob, whose name means trickster. Hallelujah. His name means trickster. As a matter of fact, it was not only the name that his mama gave him, uh, but it was a name that he lived up to all the days of his life. As a matter of fact, he was born bad to the bone. <laughs> uh, yes, Lord, trickster. Yes, Lord. His mama looked at him. Yeah, your name is Jacob. <laughs> Yeah, you are Jacob. You are going to be a trickster. But as a matter of fact, his mama knew him because before he even got here, he was born bad to the bone. He was fighting in the womb uh, because the Bible records the first uh, incident of twins being born. But, but he was fighting with his brother Esau in the womb. You know you rough. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, when you start and stuff uh, in the womb. Yes, Lord. Uh, uh, the babe talks about uh, how they wrestle with one another. Yes, Lord. Even up on before birth. Yes, Lord. He was called trickster. Somebody shout trickster. Yes, Lord. And down through the years of his life. Yes, Lord. Uh, he would always do things that was tricky. Yes, Lord. Yeah, uh, uh, tricky. Yes, Lord. He, he tricked his older brother Esau, who was born first and was entitled to the birthright. Yes, Lord. He tricked him out of his birthright. Even when his daddy, uh, Israel, uh, uh, Isaac, was dying on his bedbed, uh, he, he tricked him uh, out of the blessing. Yes, Lord. He was a trickster. Somebody shout trickster. Yes, Lord. He was a trickster all the days of his life. Uh, but do you know that whatever you sow will grow? <laughs> Yes, Lord. And the harvest is always later and greater than whatever seed that you sow. Hallelujah. And because he was a trickster all of his life, the trickster ended up getting tricked himself. Yeah. Because even on his wedding day, yes, Lord, uh, when he thought he was marrying Rachel, the apple of his eye, the girl that he saw and he said, you know what? I'm clocking in. I'm going to work for seven years. Lord have mercy. That boy was in love, y'all. <laughs> uh, I'm going to work for seven years to get this woman right here that his father-in-law tricked him uh, and gave him someone who was not as beautiful to him. Amen. As a matter of fact, the King James called her a uh, tangle eye. Amen. Uh, her sister Leah. Yeah, my grandmama called her cross-eyed. Yes, Lord. Yeah. Uh, yes, Lord. Uh, uh, he had ended up marrying the older sister. He got tricked himself. Yes, Lord. And ended up marrying Leah and then had to work seven more years for Rachel. Yes, Lord. He was a trickster. But I want to let you know today that somewhere along the road, yes, that a wonderful change came over Jacob. Amen. And I just want to let you know it's not important where you start, but somebody knows it's important where you finish. Amen. And I'm glad today that God is the type of God that he steps in to our lives. He doesn't look at us as we are. He looks at us as what, as what we can become. Yes, Lord. And although we may have been bad born to the bone, God can say, I got purpose for you. Yes. I got something that I want to do for you. Yes, Lord. And you may have started out bad, but guess what? It's not important where you start. It's, start. it's important where you finish. 
And I'm glad that we don't have to start finish where we started. So in the midst of this chapter, yes, Lord, he, he started as Jacob. But at the end of the chapter, yes, Lord, his name is changed to Israel. Israel means that he has power with God. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> I don't know about you. Amen. We have a lot of things on our Christmas list, but I'm grateful to, to have power with God. Well, well, today, as we go through the text in this 32nd chapter of the book of Genesis, uh, I want to talk about some lessons that we can learn from Jacob's become. When I was a child, I thought as a child, I understood as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. Amen. Amen. Uh, so there's some lessons, some things I want to point out real quickly, and then I'm in my seat as it relates to lessons we can learn from Jacob, uh, Jacob and his becoming. Number one, Jacob was taught the importance of private personal prayer. Amen. Jacob was taught the importance of private personal personal prayer. Hallelujah. It's in Luke chapter 18, verse number one, where Jesus said, men ought to always pray and not faint. Amen. Men ought to always pray and not faint. Hallelujah. And one of the reasons you can understand that you are becoming a man is when you have an authentic prayer life, uh, when you can seek the Lord in private and pray. Uh, Kurt Franklin put it this way. Some of us wouldn't pray if we didn't go through some. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Uh, some folk don't pray unless they get a mic, Brother Joseph. Yes, Lord. Some people ain't prayed since the last time they were on stage and the lights were shining. But, but being out to always pray according to Jesus and not faint. As a matter of fact, any man that God has used mightily, anybody who's gone from, made the transition from boys to men, yes, Lord, uh, has had a powerful prayer life. Amen. Don't take my word for it. Ask Nehemiah. When he was going to restruct the wall, hallelujah, the Bible says he talked to his God uh, before, during, and after the process, and God used him mightily. He had a powerful prayer life. Don't take my word for it. Ask Daniel. Uh, because Daniel, yes, Lord, the Bible says that even after it was illegal, after the king decreed that uh, nobody should be called, uh, called calling on the God of Israel, yes, Lord, Daniel would go up and pray several times a day. He would open up the windows, and not so everybody else could see him, but so God could see him, and he called on the name of the Lord. Yes, Lord. Anybody that God uses mightily has a powerful prayer life. Uh, not only Nehemiah, not only uh, Daniel, but also Jesus. Uh, the Bible says that he rose early, went to a solitary place, and there, uh, there he prayed. Does anybody know that in order to have power with God, you have to have a powerful prayer life? Hallelujah. Well, this is what happened to Jacob because the Bible says, I'm in verse 22. Uh, the Bible says that he rose up that night. Uh, he and his two wives, Lord have mercy, and his two woman servants um, and his 11 sons and passed over the four of Jabbok. Verse 23, and he took them and he sent them over to the brook and he sent them over and he sent over that he had. And Jacob was left alone. And there he wrestled with a man until the breaking of day. Yes, Lord. Uh, he was alone. Yes. And he wrestled with a man who we come to find out is God himself. Yes, Lord. Until the breaking of day. Yes, Lord. He was left alone. He had a he understood. Yes, Lord. Uh, and he was taught the importance of a private personal prayer life. Yes, Lord. Verse 22. He rose up early that night. Yes, Lord. And he took his two wives and his two women servants and his 11 sons whew, and passed over the four. I'm just going to pretend I just skipped over that verse right there. <laughs> Hallelujah, because guess what? That's, guess At this time of the text, for y'all don't understand King James, what's going on right there, is that he had all four of his baby mamas <laughs> and his 11 kids. 
<laughs> oh, Lord, have all together in one verse. <laughs> and I don't know about you. Some of y'all have been on a, a long trip with your whole family, <laughs> a 10-hour road trip. Does anybody know that'll help your prayer life? <laughs> I know some of y'all scared to raise your hand. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. But if you're brave enough to tell the truth, yeah, uh, that'll help your prayer life. Yes, Lord. Yes, you'll call on the name of the Lord. Are we there yet? Yes, Lord. I know they started out asking it, but, but the driver, you asked me, are we there yet? <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. But uh, believe it or not, that's not even what was uh, caused him to pray. <laughs> that's enough right there. And I'm just going to move over. That's 15 more minutes of sermon right there. I'm moving right on past that right there. What caused him to pray was the fact that he had some problems. Amen. Amen. Uh, Jacob, at this point of his life, he had been blessed. Yes, Lord. He was prosperous. He, he had positions. Yes, Lord. Even in the earlier part of this chapter. Yes, Lord. I'm making new long bridges now. Uh, he talked to the Lord about how he had blessed him, how he left and only had a walking stick. But now he had cattle. Yes, Lord. Uh, uh, he had wives. Yes, Lord. He had children. Yes, Lord. He had prosperity. He had position. Yes. And he had progeny. That's the word for children. Yes, Lord. He had all of these things going on. Hallelujah. But but what happened was he had a problem. <laughs> in his life. And it's nothing like a problem that it calls you to pray. I thought I'd have some help right there. Yes, Lord. Ain't nothing like problems that would cause you to pray. If the prosperity didn't cause you, call you to thank God. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the houses. Yeah. Thank you for the car. Yes, Lord. Thank you for help. Thank you for bringing me through 2020. Yes, if that didn't cause you to pray, let a problem come to your house. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. You, you'll hit your knees real quick and say, Father, I stretch whew, my hands to thee. Uh, no other help I know. If, if thou withdraw thyself from me, oh, oh where the... Uh, whether shall I go? Yes, Lord. And, and Jacob, yes, Lord, uh, uh, he had a problem. And, and the problem was not the people that we see in verse number 22. Uh, the problem was because as we read verses 1 through 22 is he was having an encounter with his brother. Yes, the brother that he has stolen all of his birthright, uh, the brother that he has stolen his blessing, uh, the brother that he had done so wrong. And now he's finally meeting back up with his brother for the first time. Has you ever ran into somebody that did you wrong and know they did you wrong? Lord, have mercy. And then they got to come and see you. Oh, Lord, have mercy. That, that will help your prayer life. Oh, Lord, as a matter of fact, he should have been praying because he, uh, he, he was scared. He was concerned that his brother was going to kill him. And when you think about it, if once he's stolen all those things, if you're stealing your flesh, let's Lord, he deserved it. Amen. Hallelujah. But is anybody glad, uh, other than me, glad that God didn't give us what we deserve? <laughs> that instead of justice, the God I serve, yeah, he had mercy. Yes, Lord. Uh, hallelujah. And what has happened was Jacob here, he, he was taught the importance of a powerful personal prayer life. Yes, Lord. He called upon the name of the Lord. Yes, Lord. As a matter of fact, he, he had a fight uh, before the fight. Yes, Lord. He was fighting with God and said, Lord, I'm, I'm calling on your name. Yes, Lord. I, I, he was taught the importance of, the power of a personal prayer, a powerful prayer life. And, and then point number two, amen. The Bible says the lessons that we can learn from Jacob's becoming when he became a man. Hallelujah. Verse number two. Um, the second point is Jacob was taught that he was crippled, helpless, powerless, Without God. <laughs> Verses 25 and 26. And, he, and when he saw, mm, Jacob is wrestling with God here. When he saw that he prevailed not against him. When God saw that I, Jacob, you a good fighter. <laughs> not only, you, not only uh, are, are, are you a trickster, but you a fighter. As a matter of fact, you've been fighting since uh, you got here. Yeah. When he saw that he prevailed not against him, the Bible says that he touched mm, the hollow of his thigh. 
and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. Lord, have mercy. Does anybody know there's usually a combination between breaking and blessing? Preach, Monte Lester. You're getting ready to do it today. Oh, my God. There, there's usually a combination between breaking and blessing. Uh, 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 in, in order for us to receive the blessing that God wants for us, in order for us to often be, take the transformation and, and walk into where God has called us to walk into, hallelujah, oftentimes there's a breaking that's necessary uh, before the blessing. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, when you understand how God blessed the multitude uh, uh, with the two fish and the five barley loaves, he had to break it. Uh, 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 and, and then he blessed it and, and he passed it off. Yes, Lord. And, and the whole multitude was able to eat. Uh, we understand there's often a relationship between breaking and blessing. As a matter of fact, just like today when we celebrate the communion, yes, Lord, it, the body of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, was broken uh, uh, and then it was blessed so that each and every one of us were us can be blessed with the, the right to eternal life. Amen. Yes, Lord. And what God wants to do sometimes is that every now and then, uh, that if the blessings don't get us, yes, Lord, if the prosperity doesn't get us, uh, if, the, if the position doesn't get us, if, if our progeny, all the other blessings that he gave us, hallelujah, sometimes God says, I'm going to have to break you <laughs> before I bless you. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. And I believe somebody knows what I'm talking about today. Uh, because, yes, Lord, uh, in, in, the, in the situation here, he says, you know, when, when God was wrestling with them, uh, the Bible says that when he saw that he prevailed not. In other words, Jacob, I've been after you for a long time. Jacob, I've been trying to get your attention. I, I've been wanting to change you from who you are to who I've called you to be for a long time. And guess what? You've been fighting so good. You've been fighting from the birth. Yes, Lord. And you still fight now. And because you fight so good, the Bible says that God saw that he could not prevail against him. Oh, you know you're a fighter when God can't do nothing with you. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. Because I just believe God, Brother Joseph, God ain't made nothing he can't handle. Amen. Uh, uh, but God, uh, but believe it or not, somebody can relate to a time in your life, yes, Lord, when God couldn't do nothing with you. <laughs> it didn't matter how many times you went to church. Uh, it didn't matter what the preacher talk, preached about. It didn't matter how what the song was. Amen. It didn't matter uh, uh, what you read in your Bible. There was a time, yes, Lord, when God prevailed not against you and 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 you wrestle yes lord you you kicked and you screamed uh hallelujah but is anybody glad that god is a god of a holy head yeah and that god says you know what i got a plan for you uh our uh, plans to prosper you and and not to harm you and and guess what i know you're kicking and screaming yes lord i know you want to do it your own way jacob i know you're used to tricking yes lord i know you've been through something but guess what i my plan for you is greater than anything that you can imagine and if you just listen to me for a while yes lord if i have to break you i'm gonna pull you into what i've called you to do because somebody knows yes lord we didn't choose preaching uh preaching chose us yes lord we didn't come to church uh because we were uh, uh and when everything was going good when we came to church we were broke uh beat down uh, uh busted up uh, and disgusted up uh, uh some of us we had to drag us in the church but but i don't know about you uh, but because you had an encounter with christ uh, because he had an authentic relationship now you can come to church that I was glad when they said unto me, let us, oh Lord, yeah, let us, yes Lord, uh, I don't care if nobody else don't come, but, but let us, uh, 
uh, come into the house of the Lord. And I'm just wondering, is anybody glad that, that God is a breaking God? Yeah. If I have to knock your hip out, yes, Lord. If I had to take that job out, if I had to destroy that relationship, Lord, well, however you want to oppress me, uh, break what you need to break. Change what you need to change. Hallelujah. Because I want what you have for me. No longer my will, but thy will. Oh, thy will be done. Uh, yes, Lord. Thy will be done. Uh, and I'm glad today. I'm glad today that even when he wasn't prevailing, I got a God that sometimes he'll touch our circumstances. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Some of y'all parents know what I'm talking about. Yeah. When your child don't do what you want them, sometimes you got to touch uh, their circumstances. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, but the God I serve, he loves us enough uh, that he'll break us in order to bless us. Hallelujah. So he was taught uh, that he was crippled, that he was powerless, uh, helpless without God. Hallelujah. Before he was trying to do it all in his own thoughts. But now, Jacob, uh, I'm changing you. And first and the third point, hallelujah, that I want to take lift up and then I'm in my seat. Hallelujah. That the third thing is that Jacob was taught that God wanted to change his name. Yes. And transform his character. Hallelujah. Jacob was taught that God wanted to change his name and transform his character. Does anybody know that names in the Bible meant something? Hallelujah. Jacob. Yes, Lord. His name meant uh, trickster. Hallelujah. God wanted to change his name. Hallelujah. Jabez in the Bible, his mama called him Jabez because when she was giving birth to him, uh, he was born in pain. And, and Jabez means pain. Hallelujah. And names are important. As a matter of fact, when we were naming our children, we didn't just name them anything uh, just because it sounded good. Yes, Lord. We, we wanted to name them something that meant something. Hallelujah. Victoria means the victorious one. <laughs> And she's that too. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Uh, as a matter of fact, she don't want to lose at nothing. As a matter of fact, she getting out of the car, getting out of the van, she'll step on the head of her brothers just to get out first. Amen. Uh, she is a victorious one. Yeah. And after that, we had an Olivia. Hallelujah. Because after we got a fight or a victorious one, you need a Olivia, an olive branch, a peacemaker. Uh, you need somebody that's going to keep the peace. Hallelujah. Her name is Olivia. And then I found out what my name meant. Hallelujah. Monte Jr. Mountain devoted to God. Hallelujah. I, I said, I got to have me a junior. Yes, Lord. Yeah. Names mean something. Yes, Lord. Not only then, but even now. Hallelujah. And Joshua. Yes, Lord. Joshua. Yeah, that's my conqueror right there. That's my future leader. Yes, Lord. As a matter of fact, he thinks he's supposed to lead today. Hallelujah. I'm like, not yet, son. Not yet. You need to follow before you leave. But, but names mean something. Yes, Lord. Uh, Jacob meant trickster. Yes, Lord. I Isaac means laughter. Yes, Lord. Names mean something. Hallelujah. And God was saying, you know what? I need to change your name uh, as well as your character. Uh, you are no longer Jacob. Uh, as a matter of fact, I know they've been calling you some names. Uh, some of us have been called some names a long time. We've been dirty, Danny. Yeah, we've been freaky, Freddie. Uh, some of the names we made up ourselves. Yes, Lord. Because of the things we used to do. Uh, but I'm glad that there's a wonderful change. Uh, 
that has come over us and the things we used to do, uh, we don't do no more. The places we used to go, uh, we don't go no more because God has had an encounter with our lives and if he had to wrestle with us uh, and if he had to break us, uh, Lord, go ahead and break me on. Uh. Yeah, I'm not going to let you go uh, until you bless me on. Uh. Has anybody gotten to that point Say, Lord, I know you broke some stuff. Uh, you broke this job. Uh, you broke up this relationship. But guess what? I, I wanted to hold on to it, but, but I'm not uh, gonna let you go up until you bless me and because you didn't mind wrestling up god said you know what you are no longer jacob uh, in other words he asked him what is your name uh, and somebody needs to ask you what is your name uh, you need to ask yourself what is your name uh, i know you can't high five him like you want to but turn to your neighbor and say neighbor what is your name uh, what have people been calling you? Uh, what have you been calling yourself? Uh, because God is coming into your life today and saying, you know what? A uh, one for change uh, is getting ready to come over you. Uh, you're getting ready to make the transformation, yes, Lord. The thing you used to do, the places you used to go, the name you used to call yourself, uh, uh, that's not who you are anymore. Uh, as a matter of fact, somebody needs to go on and shout, don't call me that. As a matter of fact, I want to hear you. Somebody shout, don't call me that. Guess what? Don't call me that. I'm not that no more. That person doesn't live here anymore. I know who I am now. He knows my name. Yes, Lord. My name is Israel. Yes, Lord. My name means I am the son of a promise. Yes, Lord. The son of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Yes, Lord. Now the 12 tribes of Israel. Yes, Lord. They're called. Called by his name. Hallelujah. And that's what God wants to do with us today. That's what God wants to do with us today. He wants to change our identity. He doesn't want to just change us temporarily. He wants to change us permanently. So the things that we used to do. Oh, Lord. And that's how you know you've been changed. Oh, Lord. I, I still remember the first time when it got real to me. When I used to go to church, you know. I was born and raised in the church. My mama had a drug problem. She... Her problem was she drugged me to church <laughs> every Sunday. <laughs> drugged me, yes, Lord. We used to wear, had to dress up, <laughs> put them Converse on. <laughs> you coming, <laughs> even if you can't find your Sunday shoes, you going today. But I'm glad that I've tra a transformation, a wonderful change came over me. Hallelujah! That I was not just a church attender, <sighs> but somewhere along the way. I quit going on the club at, on Saturday night and singing in the choir on Sunday morning. I know that I'm blind. Hallelujah. But I'm just telling on myself as ministers on y'all. I'm just telling on myself. Yes, Lord. Somewhere along the way, the things I used to do, I won't go down the whole list today. <laughs> Hallelujah, buddy. On my way there. Hallelujah. Or even right after. It didn't feel the way it used to feel. Man, I... I don't, I don't enjoy it the way I used to enjoy it. Oh, man. Used to, couldn't wait to get to the capital party. The party didn't start till I walked in. <laughs> and you know I wasn't going to leave until the thing ends. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. I was on the mic. But now I'm on the mic for Christ. Woo! But somewhere along the way, a wonderful change, 
a wonderful change came over me. And I got to understand who I am. I'm too much for one girl, but I'm not enough for two. What a mighty God I serve. Hallelujah. God is good today. A wonderful change. A wonderful change. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. And I'm going to throw this one in for Reef. Jacob learned this too. That he was taught that he can go boldly and ask for more revelation from God. And when that change comes, yes, Lord, put that one on the screen. Yes, Lord. That when you can, number four, Jacob was taught, yes, Lord, that he can go bold and ask for more revelation from God. That after God blessed him and changed him and transformed him, yes, Lord, that he said, you know what? Whatever you ask for. Woo! Oh, Lord, have mercy. Yes, Lord. That will I give to you. Every place that the sole of your foot shall touch shall be your territory. As I was with Moses, so shall I be with you. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Yes, Lord. And because of that, yes, Lord, I, I'm careful about what I ask for now. Lord, do you sure you want me to have this house? Uh, are you sure you want me to have that job? Uh, are you sure you want me to drive that car? Uh, Lord, are you sure? Because I know if I ask for it. <laughs> oh, Lord, the God that I serve. The God that I serve, he'll give it to you. He'll give you some things that money can't even buy. Yes, Lord. He asked boldly for revelation. Yes, Lord. The sun rose and he began to speak through nature. Yes, Lord, I'm through. But I just want to let you know that Jacob was a wonderful. He changed from that point on forever. And then when he finally met his brother Esau, yes, Lord, in the next chapter, yes, God had just made everything all right. <laughs> That's the kind of God I serve, y'all. He'll make your enemies be your footstool. Yes, Lord. He'll prepare a table even in the presence of your enemies. Uh, the folk that you know you couldn't stand once upon a time or, or couldn't stand you. Yes, Lord. You going out to dinner now. Yes, Lord. Uh, couldn't stand your baby daddy. Now you praying for him. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. The God that I serve. Yes, he's able today. He's able today. He's able. He's able. And he'll prosper you. He'll even prosper you in your pandemic. But what he wants is that wonderful change. The wonderful change when I became a man. He wants to change the way that you think, the way that you understand, and your thoughts. When I was a child, yes, I thought as a child. I spake as a child. I understood as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. The word of God for the people of God. And the people of God did say, Amen. Go ahead and give God some praise. I, I believe somebody's going to be changed today. Yes, Lord. Man, woman, boy, girl, whoever you are. Yes, Lord. God wants to change you today. Yes, Lord. You may be in the fight of your life. Yes, Lord. Uh, but I believe that God's going to leave you with a limp that wouldn't leave. He forever changed him. And every time you saw Jacob, he limped from that point forward because God broke some stuff inside of him. Hallelujah. He broke him. And I just believe God wants to break some things off of you today. Let me say that again. I believe God wants to break some things off of you today. I know this message is primarily targeted for men, but guess what? Even the women, anybody that's listening under the sound of my voice, yes, Lord, God wants to break some things off of you today. Things that have been holding you down. Things that you've been calling yourself. Yeah, things other folks have called you. The label said, you know, I know she ain't doing that now. Yes, Lord. Jacob, is that you? <laughs> yeah. I'm preaching now. Yeah, hallelujah. Yes, Lord. I'm preaching now. Jacob, is that you? Yes, Lord. I, I'm in the choir now. Yes, Lord. Jacob, is that you? Yeah, I'm on the usher board now. 
because God has done something great in my life. Did you believe God wants to do something great in your life today? Hallelujah. I believe it today. So I'm going to ask at this time if everyone under the sound of my voice, even those that are looking all over the country, yes, Lord, I want your whole house to stand, even if you're in your own home. Stand to your feet right now. The God I serve, he's able today. He's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you can ask or think according to the power that worketh in you. He wants to change your character today. Not only your name, but your character. So if you're here today, the, the first change that needs to change, hallelujah, you need to change your relationship with Jesus. If you're here and you're hearing this voice, this message, and you haven't received Christ as your personal Savior, this altar call is for you. Yes, the altar is open. We just ask you with socially distance. Yes, Lord, the altar is open today. God is changing this thing. If you need salvation, this altar call is for you. Hallelujah. If you need restoration, hallelujah, this altar call is for you. If you want to unite with the church family, hallelujah, this altar call is for you. I believe you don't need to leave the same way that you came today. Hallelujah. I'm going to pray for you today. Hallelujah. I believe we're going to make a change today. We're in the fight of your life. You're in the fight of your life. God wants to wrestle with you. Hallelujah. Don't make him break you to bless you. Don't make him break you to bless you. Hallelujah. Come on. Yes. Will you come as the choir sings today? Yes. Our God is able today. Yes. Hallelujah. Give me you, Lord. Give me you. Give me you. Yes. Yes. He's able today. He's able. Yes, Lord. Come on. Yes. It's all right if you're worshiping. Yes. Make that your personal testimony. Yes, Lord, I'm crying out, oh God. I'm crying out. I'm crying out. I, I don't want it to be the same, oh God. I want you to break some things off of me, oh God. Break some things in my house, oh God. Break it in my house. Break it in my family. Just break it within me, oh God. Yes, thank you, Jesus. There's none like him. Come on to him. Come unto me, all your labor and heaven laden. I, I will give you rest. Yes, come on. It's all right if you worship. Come on, come on, come on. Yes. Yes, Lord. God has a plan for you. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Has a plan for you, plan to prosper you, not to harm you, but to give you a hope, to give you a hope, to give you a hope and the future. He's able today. Yes, Lord, don't leave the same way you came, Jacob. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes. Everything else can wait. The altar is still open. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Don't let him touch your circumstances again. He'll do it. He'll do it. He'll do it. But he prefers voluntarily surrendering. Lord, give me you, yes. Give me you, oh God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Heavenly Father, it's in the matchless name of your Son, Jesus. Lord God, we come today. We come today, oh God, casting all our cares on you. For Lord, we know that you care for us. And Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you that you are the type of God that's concerned about our maturity, oh God. Lord God, you're concerned about our transformation, a permanent change in our lives, oh God. Yes, Lord, just like the caterpillar and the butterfly, oh God, the things that we may even be tempted to do again, we can't get back in that caterpillar and go back, Lord. We know that you are in the, you're the God that forever changes situations. You change circumstances. You even change your people, oh God. So Lord, I want to say thank you now for every need under the sound of my voice. 
Lord, I want to say thank you, especially for those that have come to the altar today. Lord, I believe today by faith. Lord, if you did it for Jacob. Lord, if you did it for me. Lord, I want you to forever transform, forever change, whatever it is, oh God. Whatever it is, oh God, that's, we don't want anything between our, our soul and our destiny, oh God. Lord God, nothing in between your glory, our God. Lord, so I pray right now in the matchless name of Jesus. Lord God, that just like you did with Jacob, break it off of us, oh God. Break off every hindering spirit, every hindering force, everything that the enemy has sent, oh God, to detour us, deny us, and delay us from our destiny, oh God. And I pray right now in the master's name of your son, Jesus, oh God, that you would touch what needs to be touched, heal what needs to be healed, lift what needs to be lifted, oh God. Lord God, I pray right now that you would cleanse us with your precious blood, fill us with your Holy Spirit, so that from this day forward, oh God, from this day forward, oh God, that our lives are forever changed, oh God. That we can walk in victory, oh God. That we can have every promise, oh God. Walk in our purpose that you have designed for us, oh God. And we say we serve you notice right now. Our names are forever changed. We're not the thing we used to be. We're victorious. We're overcomers. We're conquerors, oh God. Because of the power. The power that works within us. So bless right now, oh God. Open every door that needs to be opened. Close every door that needs to be closed. And we're going to thank you now that the windows of heaven are now open. Hallelujah. And that we can experience the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I'm going to say thank you now. We consider it done. It's in the name of Jesus we do pray. Somebody loves and shout amen. Let's give God some praise for victory today. Yes, Lord. Let's give God some praise for victory today. It's forever changed. It's forever changed. Yes, Lord. It's forever changed. Yes, Lord. We're going back to a different man. My name is Israel. My name is Israel. Don't call me Jacob no more. I'm not that person no more. I'm not those habits no more. No, I'm a new person. If a man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things, all things, all things have become new. We're walking in victory from this day forward. Hallelujah. I believe God deserves another round of praise. Give it to him. Give it to him. Hallelujah. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. And we thank him today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is there anything special you'd like to say to the church today? Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. church good afternoon yes um three years and um, and she's smiling y'all she, she, she's always telling me that uh, you don't know who you're married to and um, this is this is my second service today and I got I got a little confirmation 
today, and it's, I, I, I feel comfortable because uh, we're family. And this message is to my wife. I love you. With everything in me, I love you. You came into my life when everything was, it was going bad. And you accepted me for who I was. And we got married after four days of marriage, four days of knowing each other. And I was still, I was still my old self. And my wife was who she is today. And I was dealing with some things and she told me, go ahead and fix that stuff, fix that. Yeah, okay, I will, that's what I said. I didn't fix it. And I'm speaking from transparency. I didn't fix it. Ten, I was sleeping in my car. I'm not the man I used to be. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe a praise goes right there, y'all. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Let's give God some praise in this place, y'all. Hallelujah. Oh, what a mighty God I serve. How excellent is his name in all the earth. Oh, there's none like him today. There's none like him today. He's still changing situations. He's still changing people. He's still changing circumstances. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. And Brother Perry, I want to say this today. Because just like God, God showed me some things in you. And you know what we prophesied over your life. And some of y'all don't know, but I'm, I'm going to be transparent if it's okay with you too. Hallelujah. But I want to let you know that as he's been transparent with his testimony, I want to let you know that in that fourth point that we almost didn't share, he's in a position in his life now he can ask God for whatever he wants. And the God I serve, yes, Lord. He grants it to him. Yes, Lord. God has blessed him. Yes, Lord. Even with the job, a better job this year. We, I went to his house and blessed his house this year. And that's his first house. Yes, Lord. He went from homeless to being a homeowner. That's the type of God I serve. Yeah. He's able to do exceedingly and abundantly. Above all that we can ask or think. Yes, Lord. As a matter of fact, he's one of the biggest tithers of this church to this day. Hallelujah. That's the type of God that I serve. He's able today. He's able today. Hallelujah. And I just thank God for what he sees right here. Hallelujah. Because what he has joined together, 
that no man, no woman, no circumstance, no situation put us under. God has an awesome plan for this union right here. And he has to break some stuff. And Lord knows we had to break some stuff to get to where we are. But believe it or not, eye has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man. What things that God has in store for you. You haven't seen nothing yet. Hallelujah! You haven't seen nothing yet. So we thank God for you. Thank God for your testimony. Thank God for your transparency. Thank God for you just giving God a yes. Hallelujah. You look like you ain't got a limp at all. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. And that's just because of what God has done for you. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. It's all right if we have church. It's all right. Yeah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. There's none like him as we prepare for communion. Yeah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. He's able today. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Might as well have church. Now that we're here, we've dressed up, drove up, cleaned up. We might as well give him worship today. and minds to take on the body and the blood of our Lord and Savior today. We should all have communion elements. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Thank you, sir. Holy Spirit, have your way. Have your way. Yes, Lord. He's here. He's here. <laughs> Whoever's been praying is working, is working, is working, is working. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. There's none like him today. And as we get ready, as our custom and our practice to take on the body and the blood of our Lord and Savior, amen. Uh, we want to make sure that we.